morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, today we're going to be talking about, um, first of all, I hope you are well wherever you are before I jump into stuff. And um, I hope all is good in your world. And um, if not, I am in agreement with you that God will make a hasty, a, a hasty work of recovery of retrieval of restoration and that divine power and help will come to you at your time of need and that um, the manifestation of his glory of his mercy of his greatness of his kindness of his mercy will arise upon you will be strong upon you and that the Lord will shine light upon every area of our lives that requires light and illumination in Jesus name amen and his name alone will be glorified Thank you, Father, Lord, for that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So today we're going to be talking about um, protection, God's divine protection. And I have titled it, He Will Strengthen and Protect. And it's a different type of protection. I saw there are, there are lots of scriptures talking about how, you know, when we're in distress, we call upon God, He will defend us, blah, blah, blah. That's not the kind of protection that we're going to use about today. We're going to talk about that protection that comes just from being in His presence. The kind of protection that you and I may not even be aware of but simply because we are in his presence and we're walking with him. You know, we are there are certain things that we are illuminated from and we are protected from. That is the kind of protection that I'm talking about today, you know. The kind of protection that Psalm 23 talks about when he says, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me. Thou anointest my head with all my cup running over. Surely your goodness and your mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That is the kind of protection we are talking about. The one that you don't even have to lift a finger. You don't even have to watch your back. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because I'm foolish? No. Because I'm stupid? No. Because I'm strong? No. For thou, O Lord, are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And he says, the part I like, I was supposed to read this earlier, but I'm jumping into it and I'm just going with the flow. The part I like is when he says, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. God is awesome. Because he's not intimidated by anybody. He's the most high. It's important that he wants us, his children, to know that he's the most high. So in the presence of the enemies, he allows them to see it. He prepares a table. table. He will do it in front of them so that they will see that this one, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. For they are protected by the most high God. So today we're talking about God's ability to strengthen even when we are not aware of what is around trying to harm us. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, so my headline scripture is 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 3 and it says, But the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. Yep. So that's where we get the headline scripture of, you know, God being faithful, he will strengthen and protect us from the evil one, strengthen and protect me from the evil one. And yeah, and I have really, really seen that. So that's just, you know, just describing, and this is Paul talking, talking to the church in, you know, uh, in the Thessalonian church. 
So Proverbs 2, 11, Solomon now speaking, he says, Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Now this one is important because I will also make mention of this spirit of discretion again when we read the closing scripture in 1 John 2 verse 10. And, you know, this is saying discretion will protect you and understanding will guide you. So when, and like I said earlier, you know, this is really about how we walk with God in such a way that when you are walking with him, he just guides you aright. When you are following Jesus, he, he guides you aright. And part of that is the spirit of discretion. It's not every detail that I will, you will know. And again, let me talk personally, you know, in my own, in life, you know, my experiences, what I observe is that there are things that I will have gone through. I'll have passed through some very dangerous terrain. I won't even know. God will hide it from me. I won't even see it. There will be danger left and right, as in I will just be walking. But God will guide my footsteps, tell me where to put my left and my right. He will give me understanding of the things that I need to do. It is when I have crossed that river that I will look back and see the raging storm. I'll be like, what? How did I pass on this broken bridge to get to where I am? But most of the time, when I'm climbing and passing the bridge and walking on the smooth stones, beneath the bubbling um, in the middle of the bubbling waters i don't see all of that though i don't see the rapids i do not see this the 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 rivers or whatever it is that is threatening to overwhelm me most of the time i don't see it all i see is the footsteps of the lord ahead of me pointing to me shall i step here shall i walk here that is what proverbs 2 11 is talking about that that discretion that spirit of discretion that comes from walking and following the lord will protect you and the understanding that god gives will guard you which is why walking with the Lord is a very spiritual thing because most times we will never ever see the things that are where we think the obstacles are is not even where they are. And that is the kind of protection we're talking about here today. And God is in the business of, his, you know, like Paul described, he says he, he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. Yeah. It's not just protection from, you know, elements. It's protection from the one who is the adversary of everything that is holy, that is righteous, that is good, that is pure, that is of good reports, that is kingdomly, that is of heaven, that is of God, that is of, of, of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So Deuteronomy 30, 31 verse 6, this was, um, I think, yes, Moses speaking to the children of Israel. Um, when he knew, you know, his time was coming to an end, he told them, he said, you know, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So he was telling them, you know, um, about, you know, that they are going into the promised land. And even though there are other children, other nations that they will find there, they should not, you should not be afraid of them because the Lord um, goes with them and that he will never leave them nor forsake them. So I think this is also also about what it means about when you walk with God and the protection that you have. And when God says, do not be afraid, it's not because he's saying, I am mighty or I am great. It's because he's saying, I am with you. So when you have a divine spiritual escort with you, you are not afraid, not because of your own power, but because of the power of the Lord that you walk with. Psalm 138 verse 7 says it really, really wonderfully. It says, though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand, you save me. Now, this one really, really does talk about what is in the spirit of the musings for today because this is one topic one saying though i walk even when i walk in the midst of trouble as in whether it was intentional it was not intentional you still manage to preserve my life in the midst of that trouble you stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes with your right hand you save me 
and you know that's what amazes me about god he doesn't necessarily stay us away from trouble <laughs> he just delivers us saves us protects us in the midst of that trouble is exactly what he was saying in psalm 23 and david understood this far more than anybody else he said the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he makes me to lie down in green pastures he leads me he leads me beside the still waters he restores my soul he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So all that part is talking about all the strength that God is putting in him. So he first starts off by the strengthened part, which is, you know, um, he, leads, he, he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. That's the strength we're talking about. Then he says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. It's such a bold statement. For thou art with me. And he quickly goes into that, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff. The rod and the staff is the comf- is the word and the spirit. They comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with all my cup runs over. This is so personal to me. Surely your goodness, O Lord, and your mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell, I will abide in the presence of the Lord forever. Because it is in that place. That house that he said, I will, I will abide. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Because that is where the power of God to strengthen and protect is at his highest. When he says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord, it's not a physical house now. Because clearly he was not dwelling in the physical house of God. He was saying he will make his home in the spiritual presence of the Lord. Because he had tasted firsthand the ability of God to keep him from evil, to protect him, even without him even knowing what the evil was and where it was coming from. Hmm. Proverbs 29, 25 says, The fear of man brings a snare, but whosoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Yes, it's true. I have very, very relevant, recent <laughs> experience with this. It is just true, and I can't talk more than what I'm saying. But I'm just, I think it's just to encourage everybody that, look, God has the ability to protect us, and I think the best way we can do is to hide ourselves in him and to, you know, just keep ourselves in that place. Like David says, abide in his presence at all times. Psalm 91 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, that is he that, is, that dwells in that secret place will say of the Lord, The Lord is my refuge, is my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Surely he will deliver me from the snare of the fowl and from the noisome pestilence. The snare of the fowler is the person that is trying to set a trap for you. He will cover me with his feathers, and under his wings will I trust. His truth, yes, the word of God, shall be my shield and my buckler. I shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness. Yes, it's always in darkness they walk. Nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not ever come near me. Ulushola. For he has given his ministry angels charge over me. They shall bear me up in their hands, lest my foot dash against the stone. I shall tread upon the lion and the adder. I shall exercise dominion over the works of darkness. The young lion and the adder shall I trample under my feet. Because I have set my love upon him, therefore will he honor me. He will, uh, he will set me on high. He, Lord, this promise is something that's because I have known his name. Even in the midst of all of that, I will call upon him and he will answer me. He will be with me in trouble. He will deliver me and he will honor me, which is exactly what he has done. With long life will he satisfy me and show me his salvation. Ah, Psalm 91 is a great and mighty deliverance. So as I'm reading it now, I'm saying it off here. It's as if I have never read it before. Because 
I am in, I am coming out of a very serious Psalm 91 experience. And I just give him the glory for the victory. Because I am in the face of he will deliver me. I'm now realizing that this Psalm was actually a progression. David was describing a process he had gone through. Wow, I need to go and meditate on this after this musing. And I would encourage everyone else to do the same. The three scriptures that are most, I think, powerful and reflective of this ability of God to strengthen and protect us as we are in his presence is Psalm 23, Psalm 91, and then Psalm 121. Psalm 121 says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. He that keepeth me will not slumber. He that keepeth Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is my keeper. He is my strength upon my right hand. The sun shall not smite me by day, the moon, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep me from all evil. He will keep my life. The Lord will keep my going out and my coming in from this time forth and forevermore. These three scriptures, I know them of here. In fact, I did not read them. And they are scriptures that... I mean, I think everyone, every child of God just needs to live it out. So as in L-I-V-E, live, we need to live it. Our life must be, my life has to be tapestry of Psalm 23, Psalm 91, and Psalm 121. And whatever it takes for me to get to that point where I'm saying, I am living this experience, I need to do it. And it starts by reading the word, meditating upon it, reflecting it hiding it in my heart this particular three scriptures i will recommend them very strongly so i'm going to close now with first john 2 verse 10 still in the in the spirit of god having the ability to strengthen and protect us as we abide in his presence this one says he that loves his brother abides in the light and there is no occasion of stumbling in him so let us first look at that so in other words he that loves his brother this is john talking first john 2 so we are walking in love, and we all know that love is where God is love. So we are walking in love in God. He says that person will abide in the light. So of course we know the love of God is the light of God. And he says that there is no occasion of stumbling. So the person will never fall. That's what the God is what he's saying. Yes, because he's walking in love. That love brings light. Therefore, he has he can see very well. That person will walk in the same discretion that Solomon talked about in Proverbs 2.11. He will step in the correct place. Know the places he needs to stop, where he needs to step to the left, step to the right. He, will, he or she will know. I will know where to put my feet when I walk in love because the light of God will shine. That love unlocks and releases the light of God. It will illuminate the darkness. I will not, re, I will not misstep. I will not fail nor fail. I will not fall nor fail. I will see clearly. I will walk with discretion because love never fails. That's what God says in 1 Corinthians 13. But he now says, He that walks in darkness... He will not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. So that one will continue to make mistakes. Even while trying to manipulate and control people in that darkness, you will continue to falter because you cannot see in darkness. You have to come into the light to see properly. Whatever it is you see in the darkness, it's not a correct picture. And I think the people who are walking in darkness and, you know, gladly walking in it and rejoicing, and felicitating in walking in that darkness, that is a significant truth that they do not understand. So God has the ability, which is why it's important as Christians, we should never ever fall into the temptation of walking in darkness, either by walking in unforgiveness, because this scripture says, when we love our brother, we abide in the light. So I'm beginning to realize that regardless of the situations of life, I think the way we can stay on the side of God is by walking in love. 
I, that is what I'm getting from my Psalm 91 experience that I've just come out of. Because I think it was love. That walking in unbridled agape love with no concern for self was what protected me. What strengthened and protected me even in the midst, you know, of, of, of what it was, you know. Even though I was walking, I mean, like Psalm 23 said, in the valley of the shadow of death, you know, in, you know. So, yeah, I just want to appreciate the Lord of heaven and the God who is greater than all, whose wisdom is higher than the, you know, than the earth and as high as the heavens are from the earth. So his ways and his thoughts are, he's the most high God, his ways are past finding out, he's an awesome God. I will forever worship you, Father, I have picked my own side. And I, I, I have no regrets. I will never, ever, ever, ever turn back from following you because you are, you are the best. You are the good God. You are just the awesome. I, I, I struggle to understand why anyone would intentionally not want to serve you. But, well, it is what it is. But thank you for choosing me because I know that I did not choose. It was not me that chose you. You are the one that chose me. And you preordained me that I should come and that I should bear fruit unto you. So thank you for choosing me. Thank you for choosing me. I am most grateful. I am honored and privileged. May I walk worthy unto you, unto all pleasing, all the days of my life, and glorify you forever. For in Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm.